This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's that time of the morning once again, that time of the week actually, when we crack out the whips and also hear people go, it is time for the SNM well, show. That sounds like it came from Athens. <laughs> Was it a Greek person? No, no. in Athens it would be... <laughs> you laugh at people's misfortunes. Welcome, Kenda. You bad lah. You bad, uh, bad, 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 bad. The voices you hear, people, uh, including <laughs> me. I'm David Chu with Kusu Chuang and Julian Ng and Salvatore Dali. Hello. Ironic, Good morning. <laughs> ironically, the the word for laughing at people's misfortune is actually a German word, right? Schadenfreude. 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 Yeah. Schadenfreude. Yes. Schadenfreude. yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, they're not uh, exercising that right now. Right? Mm. And the thing is that Germans actually are not very humorous lot. You know? Well, Schadenfreude yeah. is to take pleasure in someone else's misfortune. That's right. I don't uh, think the Germans are taking pleasure. Is that, is that Sigmund Freud's granddaughter? Uh, no, no, eh? that's Julian Nung. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're blind, Sean. <laughs> Never mind. That's okay. a topic for another day. Okay, okay. Time so for today's topic. Time for people who call themselves like so-called experts uh, and then talk circles around a topic that will not come to a conclusion and Don't try talk to about feel good about it. morning run like that, um, Danny. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all the financial analysts and experts would, would do on this kind of thing. Like, you know, mm. Yak on the line with their clients about this thing. And? As if they are yeah, experts. Yeah, but it's also the so including us, yeah. uh, what does it mean for this uh, referendum this Sunday? All right. Um, what is probably likely to happen, despite all the hoo-ha, mm. is that the... Uh, the Greeks are likely to vote uh, to stay in the Eurozone. That's, that's a yes. your feeling. That's, yeah, yes that's, yes. yes. yeah. that's a yes. That's a yes. Despite vote. what the uh, was it Prime Minister or President Prime Minister of, of Greece is Prime trying Minister. to do, um, because I think the Eurozone has got the upper hand here in a very strong way. You know that the the reason why they um, had to limit the daily withdrawals to sixty euros is because the ECB stopped their liquidity assistance. So once that stopped, you can they can now imagine like that, that one-third of the people in Greece are unemployed and probably like close to another two-thirds of them depends on, depend on their savings to sustain their daily livelihood. So if they 60, have any. Yeah, if they have any. So that this 60 euros a day is a very bad thing to them. And this will cause them to think that now if I continue to vote to stay out, uh, no, vote to stay out of the eurozone. Mm. Things can, can only get worse, not not better. You know, just just the, the banking system it alone itself. You know what 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 got Greece into all this problem in the first place was basically um, a little bit of negligence over the a last little few bit. decades. Okay, uh, gross negligence, right? On the part of the government in failing to do things like collect taxes on time and on the part of the Greek people to not be as industrious as, say, the Germans, right? Do you think that after all this is said and done and everything's all the you know blood is cleared off the floor, do you think that the Greeks will change their stripe and become much more industrious and much more hardworking? Than I don't n- think so. Uh, not they won't, right? Yeah. Probably probably not, not so much the, the Greeks, but the other borderline troubled countries, the Portuguese... The Spanish, the Italians. Yeah, the so-called sunshine states, right? Those the partying nations. Well, the, these the are the EU, next right? level, yeah, which is the closer big to nations, the, right? They will be very circumspect now with uh, what is happening to in, in in Greece. 
I think a big part of the problem is uh, you've got to have a uniform policy all across Europe, right? So uh, some countries, uh, for instance, Greece, uh, they were having a kind of interest rates uh, that allowed them to uh, go into that kind of profligate uh, spending. Mm. And that's why they end up uh, where they are today. So um, at, at a certain level, uh, they're not really at fault. Uh, they are very much part of the EU, which had that kind of a uniform sovereign policy that took instruction from a central bank somewhere else, right? And uh, then they, they went, they relied on that. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's basically a, um, a moral hazard problem, I think, that, that, wa- that had its source in the seat of uh, the European Central Bank. Well, there's nothing more inherently more disquieting than the fact that both the Germans and the Greeks and the Portuguese, for example, who are very, very different nations from an economic perspective, share the same currency, right? And I think in the the heart of hearts, most Greek people would feel that they've done well by being in the EU, right? Because of the of the comforts and the and the the trade benefits that have come as a Mm. result. Mm. So I I have to agree with that. I think that after all is said and done, the Greeks will probably vote to stay in the EU, despite all the austerity and all the pain that will be thrown at them by the uh, by the uh, legislators. Because what's on the other side? They're going to give it up and go back to the drachma. All their money, all the deals, all the contracts, all the checks, everything that they've signed in euros has to be changed back into their home currency, which is the drachma. Which will right? you know, have no backing, basically. Which will have no backing, right? And uh, you will have to they probably trade on uh, euro and uh, foreign currency like US dollars. Yeah, for and the all the benefits time. that have come from being part of a common market you know, if will they, be if taken they, away if from them. If they opted them. out from the eurozone, you know, they can't get money from IMF anymore. Yeah. Not the ECB. You know where they're going to get money from? UNHCR. Yeah. Because they're going to be economic refugees. I don't necessarily agree with no, that. No, I'm just saying I'm making a, a joke. I, I know, but, but <laughs> yeah. even uh, taking that point of where they're going to get money from, uh, there, there is an immediate adjust, adjustment to the value of their assets, uh, which makes them a lot cheaper for the rest of the world. And you can't say that uh, a country goes from... Uh, from something to nothing, right? Uh, Greece would still have their own respective uh, economic then advantages, the and uh, the the valuation of those things will become cheaper, and and that that is what uh, spurs um, investments into Greece. You know that that is the hope. Maybe in the short term there'll be a lot of pain, and I think the a, a yes vote if it actually happens. Uh, yes, is, to stay in the euro. Yeah, to stay to stay in the euro is uh, an offer an olive branch that is offered from the European side rather than a, the, a Greek realization that they have to stay in the Europe because the cost of um, a breakup right is also extremely costly to Europe itself and uh, the, the the Europe technocrats may actually not want that so if you're, yeah. if you're Greek and you look at your economy I mean you're not a producer like a Germany is yes right? and you're not, you're not a producer like, like the UK you're not, is, you're, not, right? you're, not, you're not great in resources yeah you know you only have like great Holiday sites, and, and then you can sell some small yeah. islands. You know, and how many islands can you sell? Yeah. And fantastic yogurt, and a also good olive oil, <laughs> and as well, right? Yogurts, you know, compared to say an automobile or a or an airplane engine, you know, they, they're not they're different. They're not like for like items, yeah, like, you know? So yeah, exactly. I think at the end of the day, the Greeks know in their heart of hearts that they probably the the met the road less. Painful would probably be staying in the euro. I, I don't know. That's my gut feel anyway. Yeah. I mean, mm. just just taking your point of whether Greece has had a free run, a free loading on other nations in uh, the European Union. Uh, there is this a very very good writer, Ume Haik. Um, he wrote a very very good article on on Greece and why he thinks that the, there should be debt forgiveness for yes. for Greece, right? 
because after all, he says that uh, the, this debt is an accounting fiction. And, and secondly, he says that, fine, you may say that Greece has uh, freeloaded on you, but you have also freeloaded on the rest of Europe because you have kept your currency uh, down at a certain level to make your goods cheap. So um, I think everybody... In it, it's well, in it together. Is complicit uh, every, in the whole everybody crime, right? is complicit. So it's it's very sick uh, to play this game and say that uh, you got to pay your debts, even if uh, your the rest of your nation grows hungry you and, you and I don't die think you from can, it. Yeah. You should anybody should play that card whereby you know this is a moral issue. You should pay your debts. The thing is that you cannot ask for this current government, which was not responsible for a large portion of what was wrong. What is what is wrong now with the what the problems that they're contending with. Neither should you just ask the current population of Greece who are not, you know, to shoulder basically the burdens of the last few generations of uh, flagrancy and uh, mismanagement, non-collection of, uh, you know, taxes, you know, and stuff like that. So, at the end of the day, how is this going to be resolved? We'll try and discuss that next, yeah? But uh, before we do that, Peter has weighed in on uh, the German joke, by the way, that we uh, to- talked about earlier Schoen on. Freud. Yeah, he says a German joke is no laughing matter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> more, more from the SNM show next. You're on the SNM show every Wednesday where we have, uh, well, a little panel over here to discuss on matters, be it stocks or markets, but ouch, and then we have the whip that comes out every once in a while. Today, we're still on the uh, Greek crisis that's going on right now. So, we've talked about almost to death, and everyone has almost talked it to death as well, literally, about how the Greek and what will ha- Greek crisis is going on, and w- you know how or what might happen when, if and when they should leave the eurozone. Actually, I think that the uh, prime minister, um, I'll, I'll praise him for for you know calling the referendum, because in, in in fact, even though that he probably know in the back of his mind, mm-hmm. uh, most of the Greeks would still vote to stay in the eurozone, but by f- by virtue of calling for the referendum, it's going to make the next phase of talks when they want to stay in the Eurozone, that the ECB side, the EU side would be more uh, respectful and be more willing to be you know, but softer. If it's a yes vote, he would have lost a lot of uh, bargaining power. Yes. A little but bit. Uh, a little thing, bit. Yeah, because, but you know that if you continue to press forward with it, mm. uh, it it's... Probably another referendum for, for uh, you know down the line, they just can't take it. Or, or could it be that the stronger countries like Germany and all the rest actually don't quite want the, you know Greece to be around anymore? Well, definitely the Germans and other rich nations want the union to remain because they've profited the most by this whole okay. uh, economic block, right? Mm. And the fact is, if the Greeks leave the EU, it's going to cause a bit of a cascading effect because then it sets the precedent for the smaller countries to exit as well, the, you know, the islands and the, Italy. I guess lesser yeah. islands because they're on the recovery path, but you know, the Portugals and the Italys of this world, the Spains of this world who are still mine and that. So mm. if the EU splinters, then, you know, the Germans will be back to their extremely strong German franc and then all their stuff, their yeah. cars, by the their way. engines and all their bits and bobs. Sorry, that French franc and German <laughs> Deutsche Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting my currencies all wrong. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's going to be bad for them, right? Uh, because, yeah. Uh, yeah so. I mean, what, 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 do, what do Greece want, right? Basically, the some Greeks level want, of debt. The Greeks want a party. That's what they want to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, 
a some level of debt forgiveness, mm-hmm. no interest payments for at least two years, um, you know, and uh, then stay in the eurozone. No, then everyone else, every other country will want the same thing. You know, this whole episode with the EU now is very instructive for us in the AEC, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, Malaysia is the chair for this year, right? And what happens in the EU is very good for us in terms of a learning process. Yes. So if we want to have a common market, right? And for us to sh- want, for example, for us to fathom and to digest and to be acceptable of sharing a currency with with Laotians or Cambodians, right? You know, we might not that be so happy, right? That yes. is a, a very good point because yes. a lot of times people forget that uh, the European Union is actually a political union more than an economic union. Mm. If there is a breakup of um, the European Union, then it actually raises the possibility of another war. You know. Uh, th- this thing actually put them together and we've seen the longest uh, peace time in history. Uh, But, you know, talking about um, unions, right, I I don't think it is the intention of ASEAN uh, to have a single currency, but I, I mean, you still raise it's, a. It's on the path because when you, you start still the raise a market, right? A, a, I think that's impossible anyway, uh, and they would waste a lot of time discussing it philosophically. But if you look at the other economic blocks, right? Uh, China is an economic block because it amalgamates together a lot of provinces. Uh, I don't know how many. Uh, United States is an economic block, and the thing about economic blocks is that if one of your states is going to fall, you got to bail them out. Yeah, is, is that happening in in Europe, right? Uh, that that is the concept of the economic block. The the US and China are economic blocks that we often overlook. As you, you can see, the US quite a lot of states are bankrupt, right, or in in yep. deficit mm, situations. Yeah. With the California debts, being the yeah. one of the most famous, right. Mm, yeah. mm. So what's going li- to likely uh, happen is that we're probably going to see a lot of like you know um, grandstanding for the next couple of days, and then the vote is probably going to be. They will be staying in the eurozone, and then we'll have a um, quite a significant rally across markets again. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's a wait and see as to the talks that is going to come forth from that. Uh, whether there will be concessions, I believe there will be some concessions to to, to Greece this time, and uh, and then everybody is just going to chug along f- until the next crisis. Okay, so let's put two scenarios over here. If they leave and if they don't leave, how does that affect us in this part of the world? Probably not very much, right? No, yeah. I feel. I because mean, the, the, um, the, it was a shock to the system, a potential shock to the system back in 2012 when Greece was also in the same, on yeah. the same path of uh, exiting ah. uh, EU. Because at that point in time, there was still a lot of... Uh, uh, institutions holding on to bonds and uh, making a bet on a turnaround and all this and that, but that so hence there was a, a kind of like a a, a scare on uh, the liquidity uh, system, you know, uh, fallout from that. But now, for the last few years, most of those kind of uh, creditors are are now you know gone back to the government side rather than the private side or the financial institution side. So the fallout is not going to be that great. Hmm. As as you can see from the way other government bond yields have traded over the last few days, not too bad, not too bad actually. Okay, uh, if uh, you have anything to weigh in on this, why not just send us an SMS at zero one six two zero one nine thousand, or you can tweet us at BFM Radio as well. Okay, Dali, every week you come out and you always choose a song. Well, I, Today's song yeah. is rather pro- from a prolific fellow who's no longer around. But the best part is this guy is local. Yes, um, well, he's also a friend of mine. Oh. Um, 
I made a promise to myself that if for as long as I stay on the air, uh-huh. every year I'll play one of his songs uh, since he's passed. He, he passed away about in 2012. Uh, we're talking about Paul. Uh, Paul Right. right. So, so you play anything from last, last year? Yeah, yeah, last year, yeah. Oh, we played yeah, something. We did. Yeah. So this last year was Superstitions. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so yeah. what are you playing for us today? Uh, a wonderful rendition, his own rendition of uh, Five Hundred Miles." Uh, you know, turn a country folk song into a very different rock bluesy ballad <laughs> with just him, his voice, and his his guitar. Okay. What do you remember most about him? Good guy, lah. Good hard guy. life. Yeah. Good guy, hard life. Huh? Okay. So, don't forget, uh, it's the SNM show that we have every Wednesday over here on BFM 89.9 um, from 9.30 all the way to 10 o'clock. And if you want to catch hold more of uh, Salvatore Dali and read <laughs> Salvatore Dali and his blog, which is at malaysiafinance.blogspot.com. Uh, not so many women nowadays huh? on your blog nowadays. Huh? No, I'm a changed man. Oh, you're going kosher. Huh? Instead, he puts <laughs> food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget to join him there And uh, join us here every Wednesday as well If you missed out on any part of this show You can always pick up the podcast At www.bfm.my And so we're going to leave you with Paul Ponudurai And here he goes with uh, his rendition Of 500 Miles So till next Wednesday then for listening to this podcast to find more great interviews go to bfm.my or find us on itunes bfm 89.9 the business station